All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is a hilarious guy who's been doing this for a long time, and he's not afraid to tell it like it is. And in this uh, temperature that we're living in right now, we need more of that. His latest comedy special, uh, Zero Tolerance, is available now on Vimeo On Demand. Uh, here he is. So, so uh, the album's out as well. Uh, Zero Tolerance, his new album out on iTunes, available. Ah. Just came out May 15th, so if people want to buy that. You know, it's yes. only nine bucks, but it's 57 minutes of hilariousness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Zero tolerance with Jimmy Schubert. Uh, Jimmy, how you doing, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm doing well. I, I got, uh, you know, I mean, I, I other than getting back to work, I, I mean, I'm actually enjoying uh, the time uh, in quarantine. I'm, I'm cooking. I'm making pizza dough. I'm, you know, reading this, like four books at the same time, walking <laughs> five, six miles every day. There you, you go. Know, uh, you know, I'm trying to uh, use the time positively, uh, trying to figure out. I, I don't watch the news. I have the news shut off. Nice. I just try to listen to music. I stay away from all the silliness, uh, you know. So, and there's well, a lot good. of that. Yeah, so, you know, just trying to trying to, uh, you know, get through like everybody else and yeah. maintain my mental health. <laughs> and I think it's great that you, uh, you've you done, you know, some productive stuff during your uh, the, the quarantine time. Because for me, I feel like that the uh, the sand in the bottle, I, I didn't take advantage of it as much as I should have. I, I didn't do much around the house. I, I kind of uh, dropped the ball in that regard. So <laughs> I always I always envy guys like you who uh, took advantage of it. Well, you know, it, it was just, I mean, it started out like, you know, I thought it would be a month. It started into three. And so initially I was kind of uh, like you. And then I said, you know what? I mean, you know, I travel so much. Like, uh, I mean, I travel like, like, like every, every week you're on an airplane. So for me not to have to go to the airport every month, you know, I've done some shows. I did a parking lot show up in Rochester, New York, a comedy oh, nice. to Carlson. I just did a show in Phoenix. We did a social distancing show. I've done a corporate Zoom show now. So I've kind of done the, the different shows that you could do here. Hold on, let me shut off this TV. All right. <laughs> I'm watching my, uh, you know, I got the uh, forensic files on, you know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> I, 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 if I'm not watching the forensic files, I'm watching Law and Order, you know what I mean? Right. I can right. negotiate class. I can go. I watch so much Law and Order, I can negotiate a class A felony down to a class D misdemeanor. <laughs> I've, be I've become Clarence Darrow in the quarantine. You know what I mean? There you go. Coming up with, uh, you know, legal strategies for Leopold and Loeb, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you might need some legal strategies down the road. Like like you said, things we said 20 years ago could come back and, and haunt us uh, today. Well, you know, it's so funny because uh, someone just told me that the, all the jobs in show business now are uh, a lot of researchers going through people's social media and going through their, their lives and looking for any racism or sexual explicit content or, or different stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you know. Just destroying people. It's, that's their whole, yeah. It's, it's gotten to a, well, you know, we're, look, here at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all, nobody's perfect. Everybody is flawed in a sense. You know, you completely take the human element out of it. People can start out here and evolve and change and become better, better uh, as human beings. I, I mean, you know, I mean, Kevin Hart, uh, you know, didn't 
uh, host the Oscars because of something he said 10 years ago, or something he said 15 years ago, 15 years ago, which he apologized for 10 years ago and then apologized for five years ago. And the apologies aren't enough now. And I mean, it's like, uh, they, they, it just happened, if something happens in the quarantine, you know, the, they already had the torches lit and their and their, and their pitchforks sharpened and they're just looking for a reason to, uh, you know, cancel everybody, put everybody out of business, which is, you know, it's a little crazy. Sorry, it's, man, I'm making, my, I'm making my sauce, so I gotta start a little bit. Nice, very good. To cool. Are you making the pizza dough as well? Are you making pizza? Or are you just making no some, pizza uh, dough. I already made. I made I, I made four uh, four four pizza doughs. Now I'm uh, seating up a little gnocchi for lunch. With the, I have a little bit of my uh, my my gravy for the noodles. My red sauce, my Sunday sauce, a little bit left over. So nice. I'm doing that and uh, and just uh, you know just uh, I, I know I've become <laughs> I'm such I'm a cook man. I've been cooking up a storm. <laughs> this is great. I, you know, the good thing is, you know, the, the pizza dough, I mean, you can make four pizza doughs with three and a half cups of flour. It's nothing. Right, and, I, right. and I love, like, you know, I've been experimenting with different pizzas, like the California barbecue, a little barbecue sauce, and with the red sauce, with a little bit, you know, I got the whole milk mozzarella that I use, and a couple, I, I, I chiffon up a little couple of basil leaves, and put that on top. So I'm just making kind of different pizzas. Nice. Uh, you're making me hungry right now. I'm actually uh, in, in the mood to, to try Well, I got to tell pizza. you, you know, being, being able to cook in a quarantine is a useful skill set. Yeah. Probably the most useful skill set is being able to cook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, and you know, you're, um, you know, getting out there trying to making your own pizza dough is kind of uh, inspiring me now, even though I feel like, yeah, we're all getting back to normal. Um, you know, maybe it's not too late for me to create my own pizza dough. Uh, no, it's not. It's real simple. It's three and a half cups of a double zero chef's flour. You put in, a, you know, uh, two tablespoons of olive oil. You, you heat up a, about a cup and a half of water. Put the yeast in, a little pinch of sugar to get it activated. And then uh, two, uh, like, a, I think it's a, a nice heaping tablespoon of sugar. And you just mix in a bowl and you cover it. You let it rise for about an hour and a half. And then you put it on the, the you know, little flour. And you put it on, cut up in nice four little balls. You roll them in perfect little cylinders. And I wrap them in this... Uh, clear wrap to keep the because it's easier to stretch that way it takes 15 minutes that's great <laughs> and you learned all this during the quarantine yeah i've been but i've been making a lot of different stuff you know like I, <laughs> I, all the i mean i love to cook anyway i find it to be th very therapeutic i'm trying to eat healthy i'm trying to eat healthy that's tough to eat healthy i was at this place called Hugo's for breakfast the other day. They had a thing on a menu called a protein scramble. In my head, I'm going, that just sounds healthy. And I read the ingredients. Basically, it was an egg omelet with chicken meat in it. Yeah, a chicken omelet, which is wrong. And so you, you're there, you're, you're a bachelor, you're on your own over there? Yeah, yeah, I am. I will live by myself. And uh, I'm glad I do. I'm kind of a bit of monk mode, you know? kind of resorted back to uh you know do my walks in the morning i come back and say my rosary i'm not interested in any stupid silliness there's, there's, there's a lot of things going on in comedy with a lot of uh people that are being investigated for certain things and uh I, I believe i'm a fucking crazy motherfucker you understand 
I sit there and I think, okay, dude, I'm getting tortured. Let's do this, motherfucker. You, you kind of mentioned a little bit of some of the, the comedians, uh, the certain guys out there who uh, have some heat on them right now uh, um, for either for how they act for things they said on stage for other guys it's for how they acted off stage um uh and whatnot is this a scary time for for comedians is this a time where you gotta like, well you know what up? the thing is and the thing is because a lot of these guys are famous so it's easy to go after but i guarantee you, if you go in a used car lot i guarantee you there's a sexy secretary i bet she gets harassed by a lot of the salesmen that do a lot of <laughs> right right yeah i'm sure there's a lot of industries where people do this stuff. You know, I, I believe in due process. I, I mean, you can make all the accusations you want, but unless there's proof, you know, you can't just go ruin someone's life because it seems to be the hip thing to do now. Uh, you know, as far as I can tell, talking with women isn't illegal. I mean, even if the guy's older and, and some of the women are a little younger, that is not uh, a crime. It's certainly creepy a little bit, but it's not a crime. Uh, and, and um, you know, it's a nightclub. I mean, that's what people do. You go out to a nightclub and, and guys, uh, you know, you're sitting out there, there's a single lady, this guy, I mean, I, mean, I don't know this, this, it's an incredibly ridiculous standard that you're holding comedians to. I mean, comedians <laughs> have always been fucked up. I don't ever mention right. Lenny Bruce or, or fucking, you know, Fatty Arbuckle all the way back to the right, 20s. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a history of guys that, you know, comedians are supposed to be like a little bit of damaged. Uh, and, 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 and so it's just, you know, sometimes when you, you think you're, everything's going so great in your career and, and you're, you're killing it and, and you take the eye off the prize and you think you, you, you feel like you're indestructible and you can do whatever you want, you can't. Comedian Chris D'Elia is strongly denying some allegations that surfaced online, actually multiple allegations that surfaced online this week um, about him contacting, texting, uh, reaching out to many young women and some of them who say they were underage at the time when they were in contact with Chris. You can't. I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of this is uh, some of it's bullshit. I'm waiting to see what the facts are and the deal is. Having somebody communicate with a, a you know, a girl that's younger than him, that's not illegal if she's of age. Uh, I, I, it seems like there was, you know, maybe some of the other stuff going on. I don't know. I'm just, you know, yeah, and like you, you said, know, everybody's not a crime. in a rush. Right. You know, you get this mob mentality, and everybody's in a rush to convict him in, in a court of public opinion. He's entitled to due process like everybody is. Like Charles Manson was entitled to due process. You can't just go, you, you, you know, I mean, you would think, especially after it seems like a lot of people have been canceled because of this pandemic, you, you figure you understand that a little more. What cancel culture did is you're not allowed to make a living now. Your career is over now. And you're going to go, hey, how the fuck do you like it? Universe, the universe one. I think universe going. Hey, hold my beer. I'll show you some fucking cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Look, if somebody did something and, and they're guilty of breaking a law, fine. If they're guilty of being a creep, fine. But doesn't mean you know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where where you go from here. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, uh, you know, it seems overzealous. It seems like it's kind of contrived. Look, there's accusations made. Anybody can do a screen grab. You got Photoshop now. People are pretty good at Photoshop. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be said and done that make it appear that someone's guilty. Whether they are or not is different. 
you know, they try to go, I mean, you know, it seems to me like a lot of people are going after, you know, um, you know, like, you know, Joe Rogan said some things and it seems oh, like, yeah. now he's, you know, now they're going after all Joe Rogan's friends. As long as he paid a hundred. I had girls sucking my dick and giving me coke from Chewy. You think I'm fucking kidding you? Fuck yeah, you gotta suck my dick to get up in the belly room. I'm making a call for you. That's the that's the fucking gateway into coming to Hollywood. Everybody knows that. How many girls did you have to do that? Oh, 20 of them. I had, <laughs> yeah. I had this Right. So Yeah, I Joey mean, Diaz and Yeah, Joey Diaz and Brian Callen and, and right. some of these other folks. And so look, man, you wanna so that seems like like I'm not an idiot, you know. I mean there's no coincidence as far as I'm concerned. It seems like you know, that, that seems who they're going after. Is, is comedy after turning a page? I don't think it will. comedy will ever go away, but is it now, like, um, you know, going to be hey, you know what? less edgy? I'll tell you this right now. My, my New Yorkie's ready. I'm going to pour it in the thing. All I'll right, tell cool. you this right now. You can't create fucking comedy like that. You can't create comedy like that. You can't sit there and go, well... This is funny. Comedy is fucking comedy. I don't know who these people think they are. You know, you're going to tell us, hey, you're not there when I'm writing my jokes. You're not there, you know. I mean, writing comedy is very fucking difficult. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you're going to put, you're going to tie my hands behind my back now? Yeah, and it comes from a real place, you know too. Saying? Right, yeah, exactly. And it, and it yeah, comes the, from... The, well, you know, let me tell you something, man. The, the further that a society drifts from people who tell, from drifts from the truth the more they hate people who speak it. I mean, you know, I mean, if you look at a lot of this, they politicize this virus. They think we're as dumb as they are. They really do. I right. mean, you know, I mean, they really, they try to run all this, uh, you know, it's just, on one side of it, I go, yeah, okay, fine. We were supposed to flatten the curve yeah, and we're sheltering in place. Now we're supposed to bear masks. Now you're supposed to rat out your neighbor. And now you're supposed to pretend like I'm living in Berlin in 1934. You know what? <laughs> go fuck yourselves. I'm sick of it. I'm ready for a, a Chinese hooker from Wuhan province with an itchy crotch and a runny nose. Me so horny. You keep lying. Me love you a long time. I don't, I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe it. The experts have been wrong at every fucking turn. Yep. You know, they've been wrong almost about everything. So, you know, I, I can't even watch fucking CNN. These people are fucking morons. I mean, you, you, you know, you, your job is to report the fucking truth and let us be able to make up our minds. And that's not enough for these fucking assholes. They want to, you know, they got some kind of narrative going. They want to, you know, ruin the U.S. economy. So... Whatever to do, I, I think I, I really do. I think this is a, at some point a conservative effort to destroy the U.S. economy. I gotta get my home milk mozzarella out, put it on top, let it fucking nice. You know who you think you're dealing with, Jackie Bananas? <laughs> uh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. You you know you you you'd like to. I mean, I, I just think the whole world's fucking insane now. I really do. We really have become a nation of pussies. We used to, but it's over. Everything's you know, gone crazy. I, I mean, every, every week it's like... Well, yeah, um, but that's what it seems like. It's yeah. a concerted effort. 
Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, you, you're, you're burning cities and fucking looting shops. I mean, people are already suffering in a pandemic and you fucking fully took advantage of this. I don't, I don't, I'm not going with it anymore. I, I think this is, this is like fucking Antifa. These people are homegrown fucking communists. They think it's okay to ruin people's businesses and, and tear down statues. Look, fucking history's history. And if it offends you, fucking great. But you should know it so you don't repeat it. But it also belongs to everybody. You don't get to go through and, and tear down fucking statues of abolitionists or destroy, you know, I mean, you know, in Boston, there's a statue of an African-American slave kneeling in front of Lincoln that they want to tear down. Right. If, you know, if you put that in a historical context, the slave, because Abraham Lincoln uh, ended slavery, they bowed before him and he said, no, you stand up. You bow before God. So in a historical context, if you know what that means, then that's what it is. But exactly. you know, it says that it's a statue that's supposed to represent freedom. But to me, it represents submissiveness. It represents it, it represents know your place because that's where you belong. I don't think these people know history. I think a lot of these are rich white kids from the suburbs that, uh, you know, mommy and daddy have taken. I mean, you know, the, you know, all those kids that got participation fucking trophies. Well, they're all grown up <laughs> this now. Is a, yeah. and this is what the fuck they're doing. You're part of the fucking problem. And I hope the fuck that you treat you, treat you the way you deserve to be treated. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, agreeing with everything you say. And, and, um, and I think we're on the same page. I think most reasonable people these days are all in line with that sort of thinking where we've had enough is enough. We don't like watching these, these Antifa kids burning down our cities, tearing down our statues. Uh, they're, they're making the decisions for us while our leaders are just sitting idle, not doing anything about it. It's, it's very uh, frustrating. And uh, like you said, well, I, been... think it's, I think it's, I, I think it's interesting that it's uh, everybody has shelter in place and wear masks. And then, uh, but you don't have to wear them during the looting or, or the protesting. That's fine. What do you think? I'm an asshole? Right. Yeah. That, that's the most, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Exactly. I mean, there's going to be some really sick people here in a couple of weeks because of all this stuff. Well, there's not. And it's going to expose the thing as all bullshit. So, I mean, that's just my take on it. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and also to, you know, to, uh, the next thing is with gun control, they, they took guns away from Elmer Fudd in the Bugs Bunny cartoons. I don't know if you've seen that or, or. Well, you know, here's the that. fucking thing. Cause that's the only people they can take away from are fucking fictional characters. <laughs> Cause nobody with half a brain in their head is not, you've done more. You've done more for fucking gun sales this last three months than you could ever fucking imagine. Gun stores are sold out. People are lining up and waiting for three hours to buy a fucking gun. So your argument about guns, you can take them off Elmer Fudd. But uh, <laughs> if you come from fucking mine, you you know, I mean, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your fucking, if you don't own a gun, you might as well be walking around with a t-shirt that says, I don't own a gun. Why don't you break into my house, kill my dog, fuck my wife, and eat my fucking tuna casserole because I don't have a weapon to defend myself. <laughs> After all this shit that just fucking happened, are you kidding me? Exactly. Are you that, that gun control argument is you set it back 20 fucking years. <laughs> I agree, you man. Set it back 20 fucking years, bro. 
Yeah. And the, you know what the thing is? These people are so fucking dumb. They're playing from an old playbook, one from like 1972. And the problem is life has changed so much. We live in an information age. I can check your fucking lies now on the internet. I can see that you're lying to me. And you're doing it over and over and over again. These people just tell lies. Right. They tell fucking lies. And they never apologize for it. Look what they did to General Michael Flynn. Okay? I'm sorry. The reason he lied to the FBI is because they threatened to go after his son. What the fuck would you do? But what happened to General Flynn should never happen again in our country. He was persecuted. So, yeah. But the fact is, they knew there was nothing there. They recommended to dismiss the case. And then they set this fucking guy up on the fucking Logan Act from, like, some ridiculous fucking Civil War fucking law. That's all you yeah. came up with was the Logan Act? I mean, <laughs> the guy was the fucking national security advisor for the Obama administration. I mean, they got rid of him. But, you know, then, but he knew what was going on. So they framed him up. And if you look at all these people that are going, they couldn't get Trump. Because you investigated a guy for three and a half fucking years. Yep. You investigated and nothing. I'd like to I'd like to do the same investigation on guys like Schiff and Pelosi, yeah. and Schumer. Let's see how clean these motherfuckers come up. We don't hate anybody, not anybody in the world. So don't don't you accuse me. I did not accuse you. You did. You did. I asked the question. You did. You know, you can rest assured of anything. Whatever anybody's accusing you of, they're doing it themselves. And they're pointing a finger at you to take the heat off themselves. You know, yep. Antifa, uh, the, uh, the the me mainstream media are all arms of the Democratic National Fucking Committee. And and if and I, I, don't, I don't buy any of it anymore. It is not about one situation. It's about the same situation happening again and again and again and again. I think, like, well, to your point, I think on, and this election is a very important one. Uh, I think this Antifa, um, by doing what they did and tearing down our statues is really going to get the opposite effect of what they want to do because I think no, people I, are going to... No, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And, and, and you know, um, I, I really think, like, this seems to be okay with, the, you know, Bill de Blasio. Hey, they're just, yeah. you know... I spent a lot of time today in Brooklyn, a lot of time today in Manhattan, and what I saw was some very, very systematic efforts by a very few people uh, to create a negative atmosphere. Hey, they're just expressing themselves. Going, well, first off, that shit belongs to everybody. That shit was paid for fucking taxpayers' dollars. Look, I get it. You can be offended at history all you want. And, and if it does, that's the smart thing. So then you know not to repeat it. The exactly. thing is about history, if you don't know. But I don't even think they know, they know what the fuck they're doing. The, you know, and, and look, you look at those two lawyers that threw those Molotov cocktail bombs to, at the New York City squad cars. Those kids are facing 80 years in fucking jail. So apparently, you didn't get a good education as far as legal goes. This has got to stop. And the only way they hear, they, the only way they hear us is through violence through the means that they use you're a fucking <laughs> lawyer and you're that dumb you spent fucking seven years getting your legal fucking your your law degree and you just fucking ruined it you're going to jail for 80 fucking years and all these kids with their social media and the videotape and all this stuff they're coming for you they're coming for you and you're going to fucking jail i hope you have you i hope the, the 150 dollars that uh you know george soros gave you the protest was fucking worth it
<laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that the mayor should have pulled their his police department back the way that the mayor in Minneapolis did. I think the mayor should have done that because if he really cared about his police officers, he should have realized that it's not worth them getting hurt. Looking ahead now, like the, the the world's so chaotic and so crazy, and and you bring up all these these points. Where do you see the future? Do you see it like uh, are we going to get past this and get back to normalcy, or is it going to be a new normal, or, or is the you I know, hate fucking new normal. Yeah, you just stick that up your fucking ass, you because know, that's what they want. Yeah, they want right. Wearing a mask so they can't see you smile, so you can't smile anybody. You gotta have a mask on, and then they want you six feet apart from it because they don't want you talking, communicating with each other. They don't want you having a discussion or civil discourse. They've taken advantage. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Isn't right. that what they say? Yeah, Never let yeah. a good crisis go to waste. We'll separate people. We'll get them quarantined. They'll be. They'll feel isolated. They'll be by themselves. They won't be able to talk to each other. It's all a giant fucking hand job. It is going to get back to normal. And I'll tell you what, the silent majority in about six months is going to fucking speak. And they've had enough. And there's a great awakening going on in this country. This country is being run. I mean, there's fucking satanic fucking pedophiles and endochrome. And, and there's this shit going on out there that you wouldn't even fucking believe. That you wouldn't even believe. They, I don't if you want to explain the 200 CEOs that resigned from their Fortune 500 companies and half of them went to Epstein Island and and, <laughs> and, and all this shit. And now, I mean, there, there, there's, there's a long list of, of this, 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 it's satanic. It's fucking evil. Our country's not that bad. It's not bad. It's a great country. It's a great country. It's, you know what, most people in it are fucking great people. They'll help you change a fucking tire on the freeway. They'll help you out. I mean, you, you, and, 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 and like, and especially during times like a pandemic, you see the best of human nature, but you also see the worst of human nature. But that's fucking human nature. I can't help it that you weren't, weren't, weren't raised by decent, loving, caring people that didn't teach you how to love humanity. And I do. I can think you could tell. I'm a people fucking person. You know what I mean? I'm a real humanitarian. <laughs> well, you're awesome, man. And, and uh, man, I, I appreciate you kind of letting us know all all this stuff and and uh and and giving us your well, opinion on well, things you know man i mean you know everybody like everybody i've had a lot of time for the last three months to go down some fucking deep rabbit holes and i always go you know where the smoke there's fire let's look into it i mean i oh you know it's like that line from the godfather michael businessmen and senators don't have people murdered he goes, now who's being naive, Kate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, to me, like the Godfathers, like one or two, everything you need to know about fucking life. But I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, I mean, look at guys like Anthony Weiner. I mean, this guy was sending his fucking dick pics to a 17-year-old in fucking Maryland. This guy was a fucking U.S. senator. If you don't think that fucking Joe Biden is a creepy fucking pedophile, that a, a mentally diminished one at that, but he's smelling fucking... I mean, look at all the photos of him. He's a fuck. Look, these people are fucking out. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Do your own homework. But wake the fuck up, America. You know, this whole this whole thing is like, you know, you, you know, that, that, you know, people are tearing down fucking statues and beating people up who have MAGA hats on. I mean, what kind of world are we living in? 
It's okay, well, you're not allowed to express your, you know, the, that's your First Amendment. You're allowed to fucking say whatever you want and talk whatever you want. And you get all these mobs out there waiting to come at you and, and burn down. You know, look, fuck cancel culture. I say we cancel cancel culture. You're talking about the dumbest, most uneducated segment of society. They're out there. They want to cancel everybody. You know, yeah. it's freedom I mean, of speech as long as you agree with them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. don't want to hear your opinion unless it's their opinion coming out of your mouth. Exactly, you're not man. Gonna leave it if you want to wrap it up there, because yeah. I got some knocking. I'm getting ready to knock out. Yeah, of man. Uh, uh, Jim, I, I appreciate you doing all this for us, man. Uh, you brought a lot of knowledge uh, and a, and a lot of rant to this. Uh, to this. Uh, <laughs> and That's it's what I awesome. do, bro. I'm, I'm a ranter and a raver. You know? <laughs> and we thanks, appreciate thanks. it. And uh, everybody, how's the, how's the comedy scene doing back there? Are you guys getting back to work a little bit or no? Yeah, Governor's is back up and running on the. They have a patio stage now, an outdoor stage that they just built. Yeah. So uh, they've been getting some shows out there. We have, uh, you know, I don't know if you know Carrie Karavitz and um, Christopher yeah, Roach. Yeah. yeah, they're both yeah. performing this uh, this weekend over there. And you look like Chris Roach's little brother. <laughs> yeah, we did. I'd be definitely little compared to him for sure. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and um yeah, last week Joey Cola kind of opened up the stage. Uh the king. Yeah. The king. Long Island, Joey Cola. I love Joey. Yeah, he, uh, he's awesome. Yeah, so uh that's cool, man. Well, good luck getting back to work out there. Hopefully these uh COVID numbers won't spike too heavily and we can get back because I think uh, having said all this and all this craziness and stuff, I really do think people need to laugh more now you know i think we, we, we've taken ourselves so fucking seriously i mean yeah. jesus man i, I mean pe pe making people laugh is fucking essential it lightens everybody up makes people feel very good it's fucking healing so i mean i can't wait to get back to work and back to doing it but thanks for having me on and uh well uh, we'll see when all this is over i guess Thank you, and uh, yeah, man, you're, you're awesome, dude. Enjoy your food, uh, the the arky that you made there, um, and uh, is that what you made? What did you make again? Yeah, gnocchi with my meat sauce, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. gravy, my gravy for the noodles. You know, I'm an Irish. Nice. I should be making gravy for the noodles. It does. Put up the air conditioner down here a little bit. I'm starting to get starting to get a little hot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, awesome, man. Well, enjoy your day. Thanks for having me on, bro. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Jimmy Schubert, right, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to ask you this question. Is it better to be loved or feared? That's a good question. I don't care about that right now. All we need to do is laugh. So make sure that you watch Put Up, Shut Up and Stand Up right here on GovsRadio.com. How many times do I have to tell you? People don't respect him. They fear him. There's a big difference. You want to be somebody? Be somebody who works for a living and takes care of his family. We are on TV.